Alrighty guys, and welcome to another episode of the Robbins Rehabilitation West podcast. And on the line today, I have Evan Howard of Forward Thinking Fitness. Evan, uh, just kind of want to get a rundown on, hey, give us a little bit of your history. What what, what kind of got you into the personal training industry? What Forward Thinking Fitness is all about? And uh, let's let's take it from there. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Nick. I'm, I'm really excited to be on the uh, show today with you. Um, so I started my uh, idea here actually through my years at Penn State. Uh, I, I wanted to be a physical therapist first and foremost. So I actually met Travis uh, and you over at um, one of the original clinics back when I was a freshman at Penn State, I guess 10 years ago now already, which is wild. And uh, I really just have a passion for getting people to move better and feel better. And so I wanted to take what I liked about the, some of the aspects of physical therapy and apply it into a more broader, uh, general population, uh, being in a fitness realm. And so I'm, I'm really happy that I'm able to help people, uh, live longer, feel better, move better, um, without a lot of the red tape that comes along with physical therapy. And, uh, and so when I met Travis, uh, not, not when I met him, I'm sorry, when I, uh, saw him after I graduated back in 2013, I pitched to him a couple years later, uh, opening up a dual hybrid facility where we have personal training on one side and we have a, a physical therapy clinic on the other, because I think they go so hand in hand at least with the way that I run forward thinking fitness, my business. And, uh, he was all for it and we found a spot and we opened up in 2016 and it's been, uh, really exciting and stressful and, uh, (laughs) among many other things since, since then. Yeah. And this is, this is one of the reasons like why we're trying to just reach out to, I mean, personal training people like uh, just massage, just, I mean, just, uh, acupuncture, I mean, really just like other people that really align with us. And I mean, that's one of the things about forward thinking fitness is like, it's like you said, it's there's differences in like red tape and with insurances and all that. But I mean, here it's like with the personal training is like, you get to do whatever is appropriate for anybody walking in your doors. Right. Uh, so kind of go and expand upon that, please. Like what is different? Because it's like, okay, you can go get personal training and you could just kind of go ho-hum and just do uh, a lot of exercise and get like crazy sweat on, but you don't necessarily feel better from it. Like what is uh, right. kind of like the model that you guys use? Like how do you just implement that for all of your clients? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So unfortunately in Pennsylvania, the personal training industry isn't regulated at all. So that means that literally anyone can call themselves a personal trainer, start their own business and personal training, um, same with nutrition. There's no qualifications. There's no exams. There's no prerequisites to be able to um, have somebody's life in your hands. Essentially, you know, you're you're taking care of their bodies and, and their health. And so, uh, what I did when I uh, wanted to open up my facility is create a standard, and it goes uh, very much in guidelines with uh, a physical therapy program. So we will um, we'll intake a, a prospective client, take them through a couple of different tests just to gauge their movement. Most importantly, 
we'll run them through a functional movement screen, which is just a, a few tests to just kind of see how their joints are moving and if there's any kind of risk of injury mainly. And then we'll take them through some cardiovascular testing and some strength testing just to understand and get a baseline as to what they can and cannot handle. Uh, and then from there, we'll get their body composition test done. So we'll know how much muscle mass they have, how much body fat mass they have, what their water uh, disbursement is, and what all that kind of looks like. And then we customize a program built specifically based on how their test results went and also what they're looking for. Uh, and it's important also to make sure that we're following up with these assessments as well. So it's not like I'm I'm doing one assessment and then they're just in our program forever without following up. It's really important that we retest our clients every eight, uh, every eight weeks or so. We like to get them retested and their movement should be improving. Their strength and cardiovascular markers should be improving. And of course, their body composition should be getting better as well. And so I, uh, in addition to standardizing that, I also wanted to make sure that my staff is is qualified. You know, they either have a uh, undergraduate degree or a master's degree in our field, being exercise science, kinesiology, or they have a um, certification through ACSM. So they're really just, uh, you know, the cream of the crop in terms of, of staff as well. And that's an important one because while you can become uh, very knowledgeable on on just I mean movement in general right like without a formal like uh, college education or something like that like it's going to take a lot of work I mean there's a reason like you go sure. and you spend several years studying that uh, depending on the route that you take I mean there's different exercise science kinesiology even like pre-physical therapy programs what, whatever that looks like but I mean there still is a lot of movement analysis programming uh, just so many things that go into that as well as just like having a great understanding uh, of the lifestyle factors and and, and living it them like themselves like being uh, fully immersed in that it, it really goes uh, a long ways with making sure you have the right staff and just the right people that are on board for you too Oh, absolutely. And uh, our, our, our business is run um, differently in another aspect as well. So instead of most gyms you go into, you see a bunch of different trainers, uh, all of them are doing their own like individual programming. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of chaotic, because you're not going to get the same experience from Susie to Jeff to Sally to Joe, you know, so because of that, uh, what we like to do is we like to work on the programming together as a team on a, uh, on a weekly basis. And we lay everything out, make sure everything is done proper for all of the clients based on their modifications that they need to have implemented into their uh, programming, as well as any kind of corrective strategies. And uh, we're just working on progressing everybody you know, week by week and, and going over everybody's different cases and uh, making sure that there's a ton of variety packed into our programming. Uh, that's what people enjoy most, I think, is that, you know, they're not coming back to the same workout day in and day out. It's totally different day to day. And uh, they're all full body workouts as well. So they really, uh, they really are very effective 45 minute sessions that we have with our clients. And no matter who you see in our staff and our team, you're going to get a very comparable, seamless experience, uh, regardless of who you see, which is really great. 
Well, share a little bit about like uh, what those sessions might look like, because I mean, just the, the, the differences, like if you have different group sizes versus one-on-one versus, I mean, any and all of that, like give, give people the kind of the rundown on how that works at your facility, please. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's funny that you asked that now because we're, we're, uh, currently switching our formatting into, so, you know, the physical or social distancing as they call it. Yeah. So, we're recording this during the time of a, a bit, bit of a shutdown. Uh, so if you're listening to <laughs> yeah. this later, I mean, it still might look a little bit differently, but I mean, give people a rundown, like, yeah, what your current setup is, but also like, Hey, what it is with like the physical gym being open and any and all of that. Absolutely. So we, uh, we offer large group personal training with uh, groups up to 20. And then we offer small group personal training with groups up to six. So in the team training um, setup, what we typically do is we'll typically run our clients through circuits. And uh, those circuits are time-based uh, or they could be rep-based. It just kind of depends on the day and, and what we're writing up for the day. Um, but it gives them a work to rest ratio to, uh, go through with for the duration of the workout. And it, it covers everything from your upper body to your lower body, to your core, um, to some correctives in there. And, uh, it's a a really great way to get your heart rate up and also get the benefit of the resistance training. So it's a really, uh, circuit training interval training is wonderful for, um, for that kind of stuff. And the small group training, the way we run those sessions is a lot more set and rep based. So it's not time driven. It's a lot more customized to the individual client because there's less people in there as well. And uh, we're still working with a full body uh, um, workout. The only difference between the small group and the large group is the, I, I would say, the level of attention that they're getting as well as the customization that they're getting within the workout. Uh, we'll either work in supersets or circuits or um, mini circuits in the small groups. And, and those workouts are, of course, always different, just like our team training ones. And uh, and moving forward, as we go into this age of uh, social distancing, what we're planning on doing is still running our workouts uh, the same with the exception of everyone being in their own space with their own equipment. So that's going to be one thing is that we're not going to be sharing equipment. We're not going to be moving around. Everyone's going to kind of be stuck in their own pod. And in that pod, instead of maybe like a team workout, almost, I don't know if that's, if if you guys will do this, but I know sometimes gyms will have like, okay, like you have a partner that you're kind of working with going back and forth. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have to eliminate that for right now for the time being um just as people you know they're still worried about the virus uh, unfortunately um you know and that's it's reasonable and, and understandable Certainly. that people are so uh so we're taking our appropriate steps to make sure that people feel safe in our club and uh not only are we doing that sort of physical distancing in your own space at your own pace and your own pod setup uh, but we're installing some UVC lighting into our air ducts. Uh, we have some special electrostatic spray that we're uh, getting the equipment cleaned with, uh, as well as taking temperatures and health declarations at the door. So we're we're all ready to rock as soon as we get the green light to open up. Um, and I think that there is a very, very, very low chance that anything uh, can exist within our facility with with the measures that we're taking. 
and that's what you have to do, I think. I mean, just in general, just trying to make people safe, trying to make people comfortable. Uh, and I mean, Absolutely. like you, you offer, like, I mean, even just other things, like, do you guys still have like, um, uh, I, I looked, I was checking out on like the website, like the nutrition, uh, coaching, like there was, it said like meal prep on there, yoga, massage. I mean, lots of different, uh, options at, at the, at the facility as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we, we don't just offer the personal training. Uh, we have child care is a, an added bonus at our facility. That's which is really charge. pretty cool. Yeah. To, to have something like that, because that's a lot, of, that's a limiting factor a lot of times for people and to, to be able to still hey, get to take their kids. You, you don't necessarily miss as much time with them. That's huge. It truly is. Uh, we get a lot of people that are very thankful that we have it here because there really aren't, uh, to my knowledge, I don't know of one personal training facility uh, in Pennsylvania, let alone the rest of the country that has a child care facility on site, inside. Um, you'll see it in gyms, but you won't see it in uh, our type of a facility, at least. And uh, and so it's great. They can drop off their kids in the morning or the evenings. We have separate um, staggered hours for that care. And we also offer nutritional counseling with our dietitian Chelsea. She's wonderful. We uh, have gone through a lot of work to get that program to a point where I feel it's just as good as our personal training program, you know, because that's my background. And we, we approach it the same way we do with our personal training clients. We want to meet a client where they're at, go through some in-depth intake and assessments, and figure out what the best route is to take knowing their lifestyle and knowing what we know about the science of nutrition. So we'll take them on that journey with them. Um, and then we also have the yoga, uh, which is offered. We're currently, uh, it's on pause right now, but we've been working on building out a brand new facility next to our newly expanded location that will house uh, massage therapy and yoga. Uh, just in the interim here, we're offering yoga inside the facility, uh, as well as virtually, uh, in addition to, so we started a virtual program for yoga and personal training. And of course the nutritional counseling, uh, as soon as actually it was two weeks before we were mandated to be closed, we had that up and running in preparation to be closed uh, along with the rest of the country. So it's been great to be able to still help people virtually, you know, as we're distance away from them. And it's been a nice stopgap for us and our clients to make sure that they aren't losing all the progress that they've made with us. Uh, but we're definitely excited to get back uh, into the normal groove with our clients in person, because that's where I think uh, your customer service and your personality really shines is, is seeing people in person. And that's one of the biggest things too, right, is you're not going and trying to have tens of thousands of people walk in your door every single day, right? Like, no, Correct. you want to build that community. You want to have that like really high touch point of just helping people out as best you can. And across, I mean, obviously multiple disciplines, but you, you're not going to do that without just really trying to hit all of those points and hit them perfectly too. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the more clients that you have, the better, your systems need to be and the better your communication needs to be and the more on point your staff needs to be. So there's a lot of things that go into that with growth. And, um, I'm really proud to say that we don't 
take on more clients than we can manage at, at any given time. So, you know, if I'm starting to see or I get a feeling like, you know, we're hitting that that mark where we need to hire somebody to deal with more clients to take on, then we'll do that and we'll just kind of put a pause on taking on new clients until I know that those new clients can get the same comparable seamless experience that uh, our current client to expect so one thing i saw uh on the website and i don't think i even knew about necessarily or that i've really ever seen this offered like you guys have internships that you offer as well yeah we have uh an internship program that we run uh and it it is customized to the student and what they need so you know if they need 30 hours we'll we'll adjust it and abbreviate it uh if they are one of the type of interns that need like the 200 plus hours, then we take them through that full, um, you know, 10, 12 week course with us. And, uh, it's really great because they get out of it a a lot out of the internship. And I think in comparison to a lot of places that, that run their programs, um, where they're kind of just putting them into a spot where they're just doing some, um, some clerical or some maybe grunt work, so to speak. Uh, we want them in our program and we want them learning how we're doing things and why most importantly are we doing the things that we are with our clients uh, so that they can get a good grasp and a handle on what personal training should look like when they graduate versus um, what most people will unfortunately see you know, in the, uh, in the industry as they, uh, as they go about it. Yeah, and I think that's uh, when when I saw that I I, I could really relate, and I, I appreciate that because it's like okay, right now I have a student in in the clinic with me, and it's I want to make sure like I take on a couple students a year, like spaced out, and it's like every time I have one in there, it it's it's something that really keeps you on point because now it's uh if you're like if whether it's yourself or like one one of your staff is like far as the personal trainers go, they have to realize like okay, I'm showing them this, so it not only means that they have to, to uh, help out the, the, the clientele and whatnot. But you have to be able to justify this to somebody who's in school, who's supposed to be learning about this. And they're going to be questioning, I mean, hopefully everything and, and making sure that really it's all on point as far as the programming, the proper form. I mean, just any modifications that you're making. So I think that's huge. Yeah, it is nice. And I uh, I try to use that experience with the interns as well to have them grade you know, our staff's performance and, and making sure that they're doing the things that they should be doing by our handbook and by our guidelines. Um, so that way they get to see, you know, while we have everything done on paper, not everybody's perfect and we all have to continually work hard to make sure that we, we are perfect. Uh, but it, it's nice to get uh, a fresh set of eyes on our um, on our programming and, and on our programs to make sure that we are on point, like you said there, for sure. So, what? Okay, uh, someone's like, you know what? I I I, I want to do this. Like, I'm in like Allentown area, Lehigh Valley area, right? Like Pennsylvania, where we're talking here. Uh, I'm ready to start. What the heck do I do next? Yeah. So I recommend highly that you guys visit. Our website, which is trainftf.com, and that's trainftf uh, is in forwardthinkingfitness.com, 
And from there, you can check out uh, a lot more information, a little bit more in depth as to what all of our our programming looks like and and our services look like. And on the website, we offer a free discovery session. So that is an hour plus time with me one-on-one where I'm going to sit down with a prospective client who's interested in learning about what uh, kind of a program they would be set on uh, through a consultation uh, that's totally free of charge. And I just want to make sure that we run them through the assessments that we would that we normally take our clients through to get an understanding of where they're at and where can we meet that prospective client to be able to help them out on a prescribed program. And uh, that's one of the the most useful uh, things to get done and the best way to get started uh, with us to see if we're a good fit for each other. And uh, we also have our social media pages, of course, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, we don't tweet, so I just do the Instagram and, and Facebook. Um, you can search us Forward Thinking Fitness uh, on there. Either one is uh, is applicable for, for those two. Well, now, the other way I want to touch on this is um, almost that integration between personal training and physical therapy. I mean, I know... Uh, kind of what, what what it looks like on from our end but i mean i'll I'll still speak to that like for anybody out there listening like right okay hey we have somebody who's getting uh ready to get discharged from physical therapy and they're like okay yeah but i want to keep up like some of this stuff at home like what the heck do i do now and i mean for us that's where we can feel comfortable like hey go next door here like these guys know what they're doing like that's why we're close to them that's why we work with them uh this is going to be like a great starting point for you to to kick off like anybody that's new to fitness uh anything like that but also then like that's the other beauty of it is like you said you have some people are going to get injured too while they're still coming to you uh so what what does that even look like and i mean blending the two yeah so i i love it because it's it's very eye-opening, I think, for some of uh, Robin's rehab patients uh, and our clients to really understand that while they were fixed in therapy, it's it's just imperative to make sure that they're doing stuff uh, either on their own or preferably through professional help, you know, like our, our services. And I say that because a lot of people will get fixed in physical therapy. And they'll do really great and they graduate and then they find their way back into physical therapy, you know, and that's just because they didn't follow up with the home exercises that you gave them maybe or, you know, just life gets in the way. And I can definitely attest to um, the fact that it's much easier to let things kind of uh, slide off of your to do list if you're. Uh, left to your own devices and you have to do all this by yourself versus having scheduled appointments with a trainer and a, you know professional help that that does work hand in hand with your physical therapist and we uh, as long as we have permission from the patient you know we'll work with the uh, patient's physical therapist to make sure that we're also meeting uh, the criteria and the guidelines that the therapist has in place for the client and patient. Uh, so that way we're not overdoing, um, you know, anything on our end or, or going out of bounds in, in terms of what, uh, the patient needs, which is really nice. I mean, it, it works wonderfully. Uh, and that's just continued communication through the client and, and patient, um, and physical therapist and trainer. It's a really nice relationship. 
and actually the communication like that sparked something that i'd not really thought of before like okay personal training physical therapist can readily communicate uh i don't think it always happens uh just because some just it, it some will clash heads if you will i guess right sure uh, and that's why you're always looking for uh like-minded groups that are really trying to do the best for uh their patients their clients but it's weird like I will sometimes have conversations with doctors about patients that we share, but I don't know why a doctor wouldn't have as much conversations with a personal trainer as they like. I feel like that's actually something that probably should occur more often uh, to get a better understanding of, hey, what is this person doing? Like, what does their exercise routine look like? Uh, because I think that would give the doctors a good insight to help out a patient. Uh, and I think most most uh, personal trainers would actually be uh, very excited to be able to share that info too. Have you ever had experience with that? Yeah, you know, I've um, I've tried to do some of that stuff, but uh, the the from my findings, the the hospital systems tend to um, either not really focus on that preventative medicine uh, and care. Or if they do, they're going to refer them into their own program um, so that I guess, you know, everything just kind of works nicely within their system, uh, which makes sense. You know, that's um, that's the it's way they run systems. It always something. it is. But I mean, yeah, man, I, I think that ideally in a perfect world, personal training, uh, nutrition, it's lumped into the healthcare system. Uh, in some way so that it's just more accessible for people, you know, because it's not and like I don't you're think paying lumped in is even it like, no, it's part of your healthcare. Like it a hundred percent is no, no. I, and I know yeah. why you're saying that because, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny to think about. It's like things is absolutely critical as personal training. So like just general movement when you're normally feeling good, like that's absolutely critical. Like you, you cannot go without it and nutrition, like, think how many times a day you're eating like if you're not putting the right things in if you're not being coached on what really is the best thing for you you might have no idea and you might still be screwing that up unfortunately so i think yeah seeking that out and getting that guidance is is huge and really like i mean that's my rant almost on is like yeah why doesn't insurance cover most of this i still can't figure that out it's a really odd thing i i don't understand it myself um but I I don't know if there will ever be a day where insurance goes, yeah, you know, go go get a personal trainer and, and take care of your health. It's it's more of like a ask for forgiveness where you got to go to the doctor and you get your prescription and <laughs> where you get a surgery or, you know, whatever needs to happen. But uh, I mean, this coronavirus should be super eye opening to every uh, person in this country at the very least. Uh, where we're seeing over 90% of uh, mortality cases with um, the SARS virus is linked to a preventable chronic or acute condition, you know, heart, heart disease, um, uh, cardiovascular de- disease, uh, lung, any kind of lung complications, diseases. So a lot of that can be taken care Oh, diabetes as well. I forgot about that one. Um, those, uh, in bulk can be taken care of through movement and nutrition. And those two things can go a really long way. It's just, uh, I think what I find is a lot of people try to do it on their own and they end up not making efficient or effective use of their time. 
and maybe they get discouraged and then they, they stop their journey versus getting that professional help, at least in the beginning, to get some kind of a guideline to get you going. And, and then that way you, you have at least some better grasp on how to uh, effectively take care of your body instead of just using a, you know, a cookie cutter program or just kind of winging it, which, you know, a lot of people do. So it, it's interesting. I, but I really do hope that one day we, uh, we do get into the insurance benefits because I think if people had that to their advantage, I think a lot more people would be active, which would be wonderful for everyone. I, I mean, everything that Evan was just saying there, I, I, I think is, is spot on and really is, is, is very much going to be a big part of it. Like making sure people are moving and, and understanding how important that movement, that nutrition is uh, for really being able to prevent and or uh, heal any any major chronic illnesses that they have, as well as acute, I mean, hopefully just preventing any acute viruses that, that the uh, immune system might have to be warding off then too. 100%, my friend. Yeah, it's, it's important that People get moving more, and uh, I actually see it outside. I see people getting out on walks more and, and biking and, and hiking, and so that that's encouraging to see. And uh, as long as people just keep moving and and eating better, you know, that's a huge thing, and it's a thing that I don't, I definitely don't think a lot of people are educated on or understand the timing or the things like macronutrients. Even there, there's a lot that goes into that that kind of science, but, um, getting people moving, moving the right way and, uh, eating the right way is really going to be key for preventing us from, uh, you know, collapse and in, in future pandemics for sure. And I think it's people, the other thing to speak on that is, um, people are like, well, yeah, but I mean, it's gone this far. Like I've progressed this much. It's like, no, you can make a whole lot of changes just to blood markers too, especially like if we're talking diabetes, like just managing actually like your blood sugar and stuff just within a week or two of getting on the right diet and exercise program. Like you can have a profound impact on that, like changing your uh, cholesterol markers. Uh, th this will just really change so many things as well as then we talk like cardiac problems. Like, yeah, you, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to really change your health a lot faster than you think too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, aside from the, the physical changes like those blood markers and your cardiorespiratory health and um, your heart health, you'll see changes in your, your mental health as well uh, on a positive note. You know, you're going to be a little bit more uh, energetic. You'll be sleeping better. You'll have a little bit more self-esteem. Um, and, which is and, something that we're having to battle right now, actually, which with just like uh, actually increased rates of depression with people being at home doing that. Like, so here's where movement and and the right diet can even come into play even more to help uh, mitigate any of those effects. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, I and I uh, I can attest to it just myself. You know, when I don't work out for for a little while because I get busy and and, you know, I got stuff to knock off my list. Uh, I feel like a totally different person than when I, I am active and, and working out. It's just, it's actually, it's still mind blowing to this day that <laughs> how differently you can feel as, as a person. Um, but you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work and I think that you have to be consistent with it, of course. And that's where people kind of, you know, fall off, things get busy. And then before you know it, 
six, seven, eight months go by and you haven't worked out or, or ate well, you know, in a long time just because of something that happened in life a little bit earlier. But, uh, but yeah, it's super important that we, we get, uh, we get our country active for sure. So Evan, if you wouldn't mind like kind of, uh, closing everything up here, like wrapping up where people can find more about you. I know we touched on it a little bit, but giving them a reminder, just anything else that you want to share in closing, please. Yeah, no, thanks uh, again for having me on, Nick. This has been awesome. I really appreciate um, you featuring us in your podcast. And uh, if you guys want to learn more about us, you can check out trainftf.com. Check us out on Facebook, Forward Thinking Fitness, Instagram, FTFstrong. And uh, in addition to that free discovery session that we have on our website, we also have a free uh, healthy eating cookbook download that you can have as well. And there's no um, charge or any kind of hidden anything with that. It's just um, a bunch of healthy recipes for you to make at home. And what uh, better time than now to learn how to make some healthy meals while you're at home, right? <laughs> and, and, and Evan, thank you again, because this is what it's about. Like we're trying to reach out to, to other people in our community that we really know and trust and, and have built that relationship with uh, over the last few years. Um, so, hey, guys, if you're interested, this is the time. Go check it out. See, see what you can do because you want to stay healthy going forward. You want to keep moving, feel better, everything like that. So this is going to help uh, with that. If you have any questions too, hey, feel free reach out to Evan there. You can reach out to us at robinsrehabilitationwest.com. Uh, if you want to check out the podcast, uh, any of the show notes, any of the links we'll have here, robinsrehabilitationwest.com slash podcast. But Evan, thank you again so much for your time. Appreciate you coming out to talk today. Thanks, Nick. You have an awesome day, man. And uh, you definitely have your patience in good hands over there at Robbins for sure.